Welcome to Curating the Curious, the podcast that celebrates staying curious in life and never settling into a box. Hosted by former elementary teacher, television actress, LA realtor, wine slinger, salesperson, waitress, family photographer, and forever student of life, me, Leanna Azzalini. It is good to be back. It's been almost a month since my last episode, and a lot has transpired since. So much to say. (laughs) This episode is not for everyone, but neither is this podcast, so... I'll just go ahead with it anyway. I have created this episode for anyone who might need to hear this information right now. I'm hoping to pass on a bit of what I've been learning while I've been rebuilding myself from a pretty heavy emotional fallout. I'm going to spare you the gory details, but I'm also going to tell a lot. In a nutshell, the month of August was very rough. We lost a very important member of our family, my mom-in-law, while unfortunately and simultaneously, I was also unraveling mentally due to what I thought was a nervous breakdown. Maybe it was. I don't know. I don't think that we even need to care about these titles. It was huge. So I ended up spiraling into a very deep depression. And that had me stepping away from everything I previously cared about. Even this podcast, just nothing mattered. It was very severe and quite scary, actually, to see myself dip into something like this. And now that I look back, I realize that this situation has been setting itself into motion for quite a while, starting with my burnout phase that I told you all about back in April and ending up here. The signs have been (laughs) sent by my body, but I was misinterpreting what was going on and defining these things in my own way. So I don't know. Here we are now. I've chosen to share this because I've learned too much not to share. And my eyes have been open to mental health in a way that I haven't really been able to wrap my head around in the past. Talking about mental health, in my opinion, is absolutely freaking necessary. It should not be looked down upon or judged. And you know what? I've thought about this like, oh, am I sharing too much? Should I not be saying all of this on a podcast that anyone could listen to? And guess what? This is what I've come up with. If someone sees this, as weakness for me telling about this or inappropriate or TMI, you're honestly just listening to the wrong podcast anyway. So bye-bye. We need to talk about this stuff and normalize it. Not only is it good to know you're not alone, but it's also, that's how we find new answers in life, new avenues to walk down and investigate. I have learned so much about life since social media came out and and so much about not being alone since people started sharing their feelings on social media. So, hey, I think it's good. So back to where I ended up in August, I began to just completely shut down during like maybe the beginning of the month 
Piece by piece, I saw myself unraveling, but I just kept thinking maybe, oh, this is just bad PMS again. Maybe I'll start my period and things will feel differently. Yes, I'm, you know, ripping people's heads off if they ask me a simple question. This is not normal, but hey, bad PMS. Just kept discounting it, but each day went by and it only got worse. I went into survival mode where every day I was just getting through it. Get through this day, wake up again, do it all over. Then I started avoiding interacting with people as much as possible because I didn't feel comfortable letting other people see me break down like this. Avoid and get through, avoid and get through. That was like my daily routine. Happiness went out the window And, you know, there were occasional bright moments of joy, little sparks, but very little. It was dark, dark month. So thankfully, somehow, and I still do not know how, I was able to step outside of myself and observe this erratic behavior and wonder what the heck is happening to me. As I stood there from the outside looking in, I was just completely taken aback and honestly ashamed by my inability to cope with life. The littlest tasks were were just killing me and anxiety was getting to me. Uh, Yes, I've had, you know, bits of anxiety throughout my life. I wouldn't consider myself, you know, having anxiety disorder, but I really began to feel like that. Everything was making me anxious. So I'm sitting here watching myself transform in this way. And, you know, it's like, who is this person? Falling into a deep hole like this is not usual behavior for me. I am prone to depression, but it's mild enough for me to proceed with life or maybe get melancholy for a week and just kind of sink into my own thing, whatever I'm used to that. That's my way of life. It's always been a part of who I am, but it also holds all of my connection to life and my creativity. So I embrace these things and I allow it to take its course when it hits me. It's cyclical. Being a deeply emotional empath is my strength, not my weakness. I see myself actually as a very strong and resilient person who has been through a lot and has always stood back up when I fall. I feel it all. I'm very sensitive, but it's never just sucked me under forever. I'm resilient. I come back usually, but this situation was absolutely different. Something I've only seen in myself one other time, which is a whole different story. I told about it in the Thoughts Become Things episode, and it really has nothing to do with this situation, but just for the sake of talking about it, I've only dipped this low, uh, and at that time, 15 years ago. So knowing all this about myself, but watching myself completely crack under pressure, I needed to find an explanation. How did this happen? What is happening? And how do I claw my way out? Thankfully, my body finally decided to send me the heavy, heavy signals that I needed in order to pay attention and figure this out. 
It wasn't the personal issues that my family and I have been enduring for the last few years. Those things have been awful. It's been like a series of unfortunate events, truly, since, I don't know, mid-2019. And then the situation with the world, add that on top of it, very stressful. But we've lived through this. I've gotten through it. I knew there had to be more to the story. So my body has been sending me signals for a few years now, but I was too busy to take care of it all consistently. In August, my body just said, sorry, I'm putting your life completely out of order until you address this situation. Turns out my unraveling was due to my hormonal balance being completely slaughtered by the weight of perimenopause. If you're in your 30s and you think this might be too early to care about this stuff, my changes actually started when I was about 38, but I thought it was postpartum stuff or PMS. I I wasn't aware that it was perimenopause starting. You can have perimenopause for up to 10 years before actually having menopause. So It is a big deal. It does affect a lot of people. And a lot of people just think, oh yeah, this is horrible PMS. So it can start very early for some. This is information that I think a lot of people need to open their minds to. You hear so many women share their stories of postpartum depression these days on social media and things like that. And women have really started to open up. The stigma of mental health has been somewhat lifted in so many areas, which is wonderful. When it comes to menopause and perimenopause, we're not quite there yet. I think, I don't know, but I think it's because it's all tied into getting older and becoming invisible in this world. And who wants to focus on that? Who wants to be a part of that club? You know, I get it. It's tough to wrap your brain around becoming a member in this club when we live in a society that's youth-obsessed and totally against showing their true age, myself included, I admit. I'm not having an easy time with this transition at all. And it took me to completely break down in order to grasp the fact that I had been swallowed by this nightmare of a situation that can actually be treated We can take care of these things pretty easily if we address it, acknowledge it, and seek help. For me personally, I didn't realize what a grasp it had on me until I went into full PMDD mode. Look that up. PMDD is no joke, you guys, especially for my poor, poor husband and child. In the beginning of August, I went into that full PMDD mode. Then straight into a menstrual period that lasted 17 days long. Please take that in. 17 day period, complete with hot flashes and night sweats every 30 minutes, every single day and night, crying at the drop of a hat and losing my shit on the ones that I love. It was horrible, awful, indescribable. That is not who I am. That is my hormones ruling me and taking me under. And I'm passionate about sharing this information because I know, I know for a fact that there are so many people being truly affected by this right now. And a lot of them have no idea 
that this is what it is. They think they're going crazy or that they need to be put on antidepressants or maybe just bad PMS or maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe antidepressants will help you to get through this period of time. I have no judgment on that if you choose to do that. But if it is in fact your hormones, antidepressants will not get to the root of the problem. You'll just be covering it up. So I urge you to kind of explore it all if that's what you think you need to do. I realize that my particular situation might be more exaggerated than most. Hopefully it is because this was a nightmare, but I'm sharing this because I believe that so many women need to look at hormone regulation. I personally have chosen not to be on any prescriptions right now, and I'm choosing functional medicine. Um, That is my personal choice, and I think all of them are totally fine. It's just personally what you want to do. I've chosen to do this holistically with the help of my functional medicine doctor and also acupuncture. Other people swear by prescription medication, but I'm going to try this route first. I'm not here to advise anyone on what road to pursue. I'm just here to say, if you see the signs, get on a road, any road, if you need it. If I still do need help as I get through this, as I go through this, I will seek the advice of a traditional doctor. Um, But just functional medicine for me, has saved me in many ways over the last several years. When traditional medicine doctors could not help me with things, functional medicine did. So I sing the praises of my doctor, Dr. Kesa Coppola, in case you live around here and know she's not paying me for that. But you never know. I might reach a point where we have to explore other options. I don't know yet. None of that matters at this point for you guys. I just want to get the word out. I've been on new supplements that are all holistic for the last few weeks, and I'm finally feeling, you know, somewhat like myself again. And it is working. So I do know that it works for severe cases. Let me tell you. So as I learn more about this, I'll occasionally update and educate. But this episode is my full disclosure in order to simply get the word out there. I know that my audience is definitely filled with quite a few women who may need to hear this. You are not your hormones. Don't allow them to rule you and do not discount the messages that your body sends you. Hormones are a very powerful thing. They can make you feel like you've lost control of your life and your mind. Don't let it get to this point before you address it. Do some research, find out what works for you personally, but address it in any way that you want. As for this podcast, I love it with all my heart and I'm going to keep at it. I promise you that I have no schedule and... (laughs) I have no interviews scheduled at all, no plans of committing to anything until I get this sorted out because I hate letting people down and canceling. I will appear in your notifications if you follow this podcast, and I will also post on Instagram when I decide to get around to it. How is that for commitment? (laughs) But that's all I can give you right now. We've all got to take care of ourselves in order to be present in our lives. 
Life is already filled with enough challenges. If you feel at the mercy of your hormones in any way, seek help. I promise you, you will not regret it. This does not mean that you're crazy or losing it. We all experience these changes, all women at least, in varying degrees and at different points in our lives. You are not alone. I am not alone. And we are in this together. If you know anyone who might need this information right now or suspect that maybe it could help somebody, pass it along, post it in your stories, I don't know, send it to a friend, write a review, whatever tickles your fancy. My true intention on making this particular episode was just to kind of get this word out there and see if maybe it connects with anyone who is trying to figure things out. I'll be back at some point with another episode. I can't really tell you when that will be, but hopefully it'll be really, really soon. In the meantime, let me know what you're connecting with and give me feedback. I would love it. And as always, stay curious.